So what I did is I asked myself and I was like, okay, who can I get in contact with or put myself out there that are going to want to have lessons with me and bring those kids? So I decided to join the Park City's Babysitting in Dallas, which is they're all of the moms that have kids, you know, all of the moms that are looking to play tennis too, you know. And I just post a picture and I just post that I... I was teaching lesson and I'm not gonna lie, I was very blessed. I got 253 messages. Wow. <laughs> and like within three months of starting the company, it just blew off out of nowhere. Welcome to the Voyage Dallas podcast, where we interview some of the brightest and most interesting entrepreneurs, artists, and creatives from in and around the Dallas-Fort Worth area and ask them about their lives, careers, and the values and principles that drive them. I'm Alex Freeman, and on the show today, you'll meet Maria Alejandra Hernandez, the owner of A1 Tennis Academy. Ali has been teaching tennis since the age of 15, but launched her academy in 2020 to focus on teaching tennis to anyone who wants to learn the game. Ali is also a Voyage content partner. Content partners help Voyage in so many ways from spreading the word about the work that we do sponsoring our mission and collaborating with us on content like this. In our conversation, I was particularly struck by how joyful Ali is about her work and how excited she is to bring tennis to people at all skill levels, at all ages, and her passion for tennis being a lifelong sport. I think uh, if you're anything like me after this conversation, you're going to want to go pick up a racket and hit the court yourself. Enjoy the conversation. Ali Hernandez, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me with you guys today. To get things started, why don't you just uh, give us a little overview of your work. Who are you and what do you do? So uh, my name is Maria Alejandra Hernandez. I go by Ali. I am a professional tennis coach here in Dallas, Texas. I have a tennis academy called A1 Tennis. And uh, I teach individuals and people from three to adults. I expertise in um, building them and getting them better and uh, just polish them if they either they want to play in college, in high school, or they just want to keep playing for fun or just, you know, keep the sport as a, as a long life a sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. So what is that? Um, if somebody comes to you, what's kind of that first meeting process? How do you kind of do that goal setting with them? So, you know, the first thing that I do whenever a client comes to me, you know, we talk about pricing, we talk about uh, what level they're in, you know, what's their experience, have they ever played before, what they're looking to do uh, in regards with their performance, are they looking to do social, are they looking to actually, you know, compete. That's something that, you know, I always ask before I start with them. Uh, The way I, my academy works is I usually, if you're a beginner, I usually have you come in for a try trial so I can check what skill you are, you know, what have you learned? There have many people that usually come and they're like, you know, yeah, I have been playing tennis for three years or maybe one year and I've been taking lessons, but you know, they come to my court and then, you know, I, <laughs> we have to start from scratch and that's totally fine. That's definitely totally fine. You know, it's just, that's how I start because I, I, there, there is people, they know that they know how to play, but they don't really have the technique for the sport you know, or if they haven't been taught the way they're supposed to be taught. So they, they just know how to play a certain way, but they, they can get better at it. And that's what I look for, what I can polish and get better and just, you know, make them play the game the way it's supposed to be played and have the correct technique that 
I would like to have them. Usually, the, I love to, I'm very well known to um, be per- a perfectionist, so, and very detail oriented in regards with my job. I am very passionate about this, so I look for very specific details in regards to sports. So, if you're playing and then I see, I can figure out a mistake in when immediately whenever you hit a ball or, you know, when you're running, I can check footwork, you know, I can check all of those little mistakes that usually people don't pay attention to and that are very important in the sport to, to take in count. So that's, that's, you know, that's the way we start after that. You know, I usually beginners, I put into private lessons. The way I work is I typically like to have eight to nine private lessons depending on the learning skill level the person has Mm -hmm. just because you know i believe that you don't have to take private lessons your whole life to be good at tennis also it's also a waste of money to be honest and i i'm very mindful in regards with that aspect just of the situation that everyone is going through right now Mm -hmm. you know COVID, inflation i'm very very mindful in regards with that so i i I usually like to teach them and polish them with an eight to nine lessons, private lessons, and then I move them to groups and for them to actually start playing. And I can pull it, I can just fix fewers that I need to fix on and just mm. keep polishing, keep growing the game. Just because, you know, in tennis, you are, you do play against different people. You just don't play with one people, one person all the, uh, all the time. So it's very important, you know, that you get that game experience with others and, you know, you are exposed to all different levels, not just one level. Mm. So I think that's something that I work with. And honestly, I we it's it's so much fun when you have people in groups, you know, and you actually get to experience that that time. So that's what I do. And privates is just mostly if I tell you, if I need to actually polish you really and have a time with you, I will tell you, hey, I'm going to need a private lesson with you this this week or this month to work on this you know, and polish that. And then after that, you know, and after that, they just work on it in the group. And then if there's something that, you know, needs to be going farther in regards to private, then I'll go for it. But that's just how I work. Um, I I don't really put up, unless I don't really put beginners together with different levels. So per se, if somebody starts a lesson with me and they're telling me, hey, uh, my kid has been playing for three years and I have one kid that is just barely starting, has not played, you know, and also ages are a little bit complicated for me just because not that I can't teach them, but we got to understand that ages take a lot in count just because of the learning skills. You know, you can't comp- you can't put a three-year-old with a seven-year-old together. You know, the learning pace is going to be a little faster with the seven-year-old than with a three-year-old. So I, I also check on that before I, I teach um, people together or I teach people separate. So, so yeah, that's, that's how uh, I evaluate all of my clients before they start with me. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's an incredibly, you know, it seems like such a, such a beautiful blend of something that's very, very bespoke and like specific to an individual um, while, while balancing that cost structure, which I think is really, is really great. Yeah, I think that, you know, I think that people right now, you know, they're looking to learn, but they're, you don't want to, I mean, t- tennis it, itself is very expensive. As you know, tennis is a very elegant sport. It's a very, I mean, I, I guess you could say like back in the days, it used to be a high class sport, you know, where it was just very expensive. And so now it's becoming very popular and where like everyone wants to play. And also when COVID started, you know, it's just a, 
that that distance that you know you require those six feet distance is you know it's there mm -hmm. so i think that you know it needs to be accessible for everyone not just people that have money you know i think that it's for all the community everyone and i think everyone has a chance to learn and that's something that i offer i i give everyone the opportunity to come and play and that's something that I feel like not a lot of people offer because they're pretty set on, hey, this is how much it costs. This is if you can pay, great. If you cannot pay, good. You, you can't, you know? So I, I try to keep my costs in regards where everyone can afford it and also everyone can learn as well and enjoy the sport. I, I also understand that you like to add a little twist to your workouts. Can you tell me about what, why your workouts are different from, from other tennis workouts? I do, I do. So I consider myself of um, uh, I'm a very serious person but at the same time i'm very fun um i do like to put music if my in my in my classes i think that brings a little bit of fun in the environment also you know i love i let my students express themselves i let them be themselves and i'm also you know their friend too you know um we keep it professional of course but they all can always come up to me for anything especially my students you know we've developed such a good relationship where um, they always come to me or whatever they need, you know, whether it's good, whether it's bad, you know, I, I like to also enforce character and, and help in situations that I could help that maybe at home, they don't feel comfortable doing, you know, I love one of the fun things that we do a lot with my kids is we make a lot of, um, a lot of like commercial, you know, they like to do commercials. They, they do like to do dances at the end of the practice when I do a videos and we just post it on social media and, you know, it's just make it a little fun. I make play. I do a lot of games with them, but they're learning games. They think it's actually games, but they're actually learning and they don't mm -hmm. know it. But, uh, but yeah, and then with my adults, honestly, uh, it's more of like music, really keeping them moving. I think that um, my structure is more about um, competitiveness, fun, but at the same time, you know, just be yourself kind of thing. You know, I, I am very strict in regards to technique. Um, I like my students to play well, and I like them to to learn the sport perfectly, the way they feel comfortable. When they go by themselves, they feel comfortable. They can achieve what they are paying for. So that's something that, you know, I, I, I feel that it's, it's grow on the, on the academy itself and in just in general, and that's how my name, I'm pretty known on that. And... And also in tournaments, I think that, you know, I, I, I've had two tournaments in the past. I had just a tournament a month ago. And I will tell you that I, I would like to say that my, my academy is very different from every academy just because, I mean, I grew up in South America. So the structure of tennis is a lot different in regards with pride. Like whenever people come and play a tournament, just the environment itself. Mm -hmm. And the way I do my tournaments are... I like to have my sponsors. I like to bring goodies for all of the kids. I like to put some music on, you know. I like to keep everyone moving, laughing, talking, getting to know everyone in the academy itself. Uh, there's drinks, you know, and fun for them. And at the end of the tournament, you know, I like to have a, a trophy ceremony where and little gift bags where I give my, my kids, all of my kids and the kids that come feel like they, either even if they lost, they accomplished something, you know, mm. because you don't want to, I think that, I mean, growing up here in the U S when I would go to tournaments here, it was just like, okay, you lost, you go home 
or you lose and then or you win and then here's your trophy or your medal and you go home there's no like a ceremony or appreciation from the whole place where like everyone is clapping at you or everyone is telling you hey good job you know it's it's there's there's no that feeling that you get of admiration from people so that's what i do in my tournaments at the end when people win um, it's, you know, have the whole entire tournament, you know, everybody watching and seeing that compliment of others, even though some of them haven't won, but they still got a gift back. They still, you know, won something. And so that's something very important that I, you know, I put on it just because you want to give the motivation, especially to kids or adults as well, you know, same with gifts. It's, you know, to keep trying for the next thing. Okay, I already lost this tournament but I won this, but my next achievement is going to be a trophy or it's going to be a medal is becoming first place, second mm. place. So that's something that I, you know, I, um, I put a lot of work on to, to keep my clients happy, entertained, but also, you know, motivated to keep playing the sport. And you've been, you've been coaching tennis since you were 15, but you weren't always a full-time tennis coach. You spent time in the corporate world. Uh, what, what brought you to getting a one tennis Academy started? <laughs> so it's a very interesting story. You know, I, I worked in 7-Eleven and oil and gas and Tonoko. I was in oil and gas for what I would say seven years. I, I'm not going to lie. I loved it. It was great. But whenever I would go get to work, it wasn't something, you know, it was more of a monotone routine. So it was like I would come, I would wake up, go to work, leave. And by the time I get home, I was already too tired to to even go to the gym. You know, so I feel like it became more of a more of a routinary like thing that was just every day and I wasn't happy. I just honestly was not happy at all um, doing the same thing every single day. So after that, you know, after oil and gas, I moved to a, a company. Uh, it's called PDI Software. And this is a company. They are, the, they are the ones who make the registers for the convenience stores for 7-Eleven mm. and Stripes. And uh, I was <laughs> I was doing two different things that you'll never guess, but I was doing business administration and legal agreements. So cool. I was working with the law team and I was also working with the business side of it. So it was just to the point where, you know, where I was, I wasn't being appreciated for what I was doing. I was not getting paid for what I was doing too either, mm -hmm. you know? So COVID hit, I think it was, you know, a sign and I got laid off due to COVID and after that, I'll be honest, I didn't know what to do with my life. I've never gotten fired before. And I didn't get fired, but I got laid off. So it's pretty much being fired. And I just took a month and a half and just thought about what I really wanted to do. What was my passion? I just really sat down and wrote down everything that I love to do, you know. And I did nannying for a little bit. I babysat for a little while. And finally, you know, I came across my dad and he, literally he has his own business as well. And he was like, Ali, you love people. You love being, you love being active. You love kids. You're really good at what you do in regards to teaching. So you've ran my academy before. You're aware my second hand. Why don't you just build your own academy in Dallas? So I was like, okay, well, that's a good idea, you know? So I started as structuring how I wanted to do this, um, to be honest. And I mean, I was, it was a big jump. It was a big risk for me because, I mean, you're going from having a steady pay paycheck to going to, you know, depending of how many clients you have and how much money you are going to make, depending on the lessons that you're going to do and depending on the pricing. So that was a little risky, but I took the risk, um, I didn't have a business plan, to be honest. 
I just honestly, every single day, will just write down what I wanted, what, what I wanted that week, what I wanted to accomplish that week. Later, I started with what I wanted to accomplish in that month, what I wanted to accomplish in a year, you know? And um, I started with 10 clients, to be honest. People just knew me just because I used to work for Royal Oaks country club here in dallas and also frets and so my name was pretty out there also because i play in the state of texas so and i was teaching as well there too so i might get my name started getting out there out there out there i started getting a little more clients and i decided to opt on social media mm-hmm. i never really truly believed in social media until i tried it so i went into facebook and i'm not sure if you know about this but i'm sure you do but you know you follow all these groups on facebook and all of these groups are interested in different things. So what I did is I asked myself and I was like, okay, what are, who can I get in contact with and put myself out there that are going to want to have lessons with me and bring those kids? So I decided to join the, uh, the babysitting, Park City's babysitting in Dallas, which is they're all of the moms that have kids, you know, all of the moms uh, that are looking to play tennis too, you know? And I just post a picture and I just post that I, I was teaching lesson and I'm not going to lie. I was very blessed. I got 253 messages. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And like within three months of starting the company, it just blew off out of nowhere. So, you know, obviously all of those 253 didn't start with me, but you know, it grew. Like I started having from 10, I went to 50 and then all of a sudden I went to 70. It maintained a little bit for longer. And then from there, Things just started going really well and growing. It was just started being worth of mouth. And I, I that's how A1 Tennis started becoming well-known, you know? And I started getting well-known. Then after that, with the team, I hired a team to work on the social media because we had a different logo. We have a we had a very simple logo. You know, when you start, it's, it's very simple. You don't really know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. I restarted, I started to rebrand myself. And what I really wanted for this, what was my, what were my goals? You know, what are my five-year accomplishments that I want to do? How many kids I want to have? And so, um, how am I going to expand myself? So, yeah, so that's just how I started right now. Honestly, I've had clients that have been with me through my whole entire journey. They're family to me. I absolutely adore them. Um, and it keeps growing. And my biggest goal, to be honest, is to have in the future, a facility where people can just come, enjoy their time, not necessarily a country club because that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of money right now. <laughs> but definitely, you know, a facility when I will have my own course. And honestly, in regards with this weather, I would like the course to be um, covered because with the heat and the cold, it's just, it's been a, honestly a kind of a nightmare for everyone, for me as well, in regards with the business. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're doing right now. We're growing. We've gotten a few partnerships as well. We're, I'm very thankful that I'm, that we've been, um, I'm, I have three sponsors that are amazing. I have Wilson. Um, I, I absolutely do- love them. I have DM and I also have Rocket Pro. So I've been very, I've been growing tremendously and I've been very blessed. I've been very, very blessed. And it's literally, thank you for all my clients because it's been all of my clients have you know it's been a word of mouth as well i haven't really done much of social media in regards with posting in groups anymore just because you know they refer me mm-hmm. so 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 yeah that's what I, i'm doing right now and i'm looking to open a new site in frisco 
uh, where I finally found a coach. <laughs> it's been hard. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, you know, we're looking to expand. And that's something, you know, that, a big goal that I'm excited to accomplish and keep growing little by little, but keep growing. And and how has it uh, been navigating that that sort of explosive growth uh, for, for you as, you know, the, someone running the company and then trying to you know, you spoke of the challenge of finding a coach. So what what have those challenges that you've met been like? I'll tell you one thing. I have, in tennis, is very, in tennis, like any other sport, I feel like whenever you start getting used to a coach, it's very hard to jump to a new coach. I have been going through a lot. I, I went through one experience that was very tough for me. I had brought a guy from Colombia. He's, he's an amazing guy. Um, great, great guy. But honestly, the way that we started, it was just... It was hard because, you know, we had, he didn't have the experience that I thought he had, you know, and he wasn't teaching. I wasn't expecting him to teach the way I teach, but I was expecting him to kind of have a little bit of, 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 of knowledge of how I teach the way I was teaching. Just because, you know, people are so used to me and, you know, they don't want to go from one coach to another. They, they, they're, they just want to stay with that person because they know they're doing great, you know? So that was a little bit of a challenge. Finding coaches has been a challenge for me just because, Everyone has their own style of teaching. Everyone knows different ways of teaching. And everyone is updated in different ways. Some people are updated right now in the modern world of tennis. Some are not. You know, you really, it's actually a career, something you actually really do need to study um, to keep growing because everything changes every, all the time. I mean, we're talking about back in the day, uh, you play with, I mean, you probably, I'm not sure if you play tennis, but um, if we're talking about forehand, which is like the shot with one hand, you know, you back in the day used to be, okay, you do a big, big giant loop and then you hit the ball. Now in tennis, modern tennis is all about the, the shorter you do it, the better. Mm. You know, the smaller thing you do, it, it's just better. So it's faster. And so I think this has been one of the complications that I have coaching in regards, um, just finding the correct person that, you know, I can trust to leave my business with when I'm not or when I'm gone, when I'm not there or hey, I, or when I'm sick, you know, mm -hmm. but so far as I think doing it by myself, it's been, it's been, a, it's been, it hasn't been easy. I would say it hasn't been a struggle, but it hasn't been easy just because we're talking about <laughs> 253 people, you know, almost, you know, almost 300 people by myself. And we're not talking about payments. We're talking about, you know, scheduling lessons we're talking about rescheduling lessons uh just sending bills sending invoices managing also social media at the side at the same time so it, it's been a growth and it's been a learning experience for me because i mean i had to hire people to learn do all the social media because i no longer had time for that i had to really focus on my students you know and everything that i needed to do now i'm, I'm launching a software where I mean, you're familiar. If you have taxes, you don't want to have everything. You don't want to have to go back and get all of your clients' payments on Bemo, right? Correct. <laughs> you have yeah. to basically do all that. So that that was that has been a learning thing as well for me. I had to do, you know, taxes last year, and for me, it was just a whole mess just because I had to go back to all my Zells, all of my Bemo. So within this, I decided this year that I was going to launch a software. It's basically kind of like a country club. So uh, every client is going to have their portal, their member portal, and they're able to book lessons there. They're able to sign up for events. They're able to have their own statements and their, their own payments. They'll just go and pay for it. You know, it's just a lot easier. So I no longer have to do texting, sending, uh, having an Excel sheet 
keeping up with everyone. So I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's been like, I haven't had any help, but the only, I think I have not really haven't had any help, but advice from two clients that I absolutely adore. Um, they be my backbone from day one and, and that's Pete and Barina. And they've been literally my, my counselors, my mentors, I would say like, Hey, this might go well this way. Hey, this is a good idea. You know, Hey, you know, it's kind of who I go to whenever I need an advice in regard with the business, just because I don't know, you know, I mean, I'm a 29 year old. I started this when I was 27 and it's still learning process. When you start a business is it's new for you and by yourself and you don't have help. It's another deal, you know? So, so yeah, so, so far, you know, uh, I'm very excited to, to launch this software. Um, and my clients feel more comfortable with it as well. And it's just easy access for them and myself as well. And from there, keep growing, keep growing and just look for a place where I can finally say, hey, it's my own. I did this whole thing. Uh, it's been amazing. And, you know, uh, I just keep growing the business. And as a woman, you know, you don't you really don't see a woman teaching. It's very rare to have an academy, a big academy. You don't see it here in that actually at all. You see woman teaching, but you don't really have like an entrepreneur woman that it has her own thing, you know? So um, it's pretty, I would say I'm very, I don't give myself much credit a lot of the times. So I'm like, no, I still need to do more. But I actually look at myself in the mirror and I just literally told myself, I am so proud of you because <laughs> it's been a journey, Alex. It's definitely been a journey. And, and I'm just thankful for all of the opportunities that come across within all of this journey with, you know, being with you guys, being with Voyage Dallas Magazine too. It's a big deal for me. So, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we're, we're happy to be along on this journey with you. As you, as you've hit some of those challenges, what is, what has kept you inspired along the way? Like, I mean, certainly I, I have to imagine there have been days where you've you've been like, why why have I gotten myself into this? But how do you keep moving forward in those moments? You know, I think my biggest I think my biggest thing is um, honestly my biggest motivation is my dream is to open that place. It's it's to be financial. I have the financial freedom. I do have the the I have a freedom in my life into as well. But I think in general, it's like be able to have that facility where I can just manage it. You know, I no longer, I, 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 it's very, it's very, it's a very tough sport because, you know, I'm talking about now it's a hundred degrees here and we're talking about being on the court for eight hours. It's tough, you know, especially for a woman, but I would say my biggest motivation are my clients, my kids and the growth that they've had, to be honest, seeing them grow. It's just the most coolest thing. I can experience just because it motivates me to keep keep seeing them not just growing tennis but just growing their lives you know i feel like they're i i also mold them to become great people as well you know and it's it's such a motivation to keep going to work every day and you know it's every day is different every day is a new day every day can be a struggle it cannot be in a struggle it can be a happy day it cannot be a it cannot be a happy day but it's just the motivation of of seeing them happy is what makes me going, keeps me going. So, so that, and, and, you know, eventually, you know, just, just run it where I can just run a full entire academy with a bunch of people and, you know, kind of have it like a country club, but it's smaller mm -hmm. and private. 
And yeah, that's just very, that's, you know, that's something that motivates me and I dream every day to look for and just keeps me going to keep growing and growing and growing and, you know, have this business, be this business be successful. Well, Ali, I can tell you that they, we're, we're excited to, to continue tracking you on that journey as well and kind of taking it with you. But before I let you go, I want to give you one, a, a chance here to, to let our listeners know where can they find more information about you and A1 Tennis Academy. Definitely. So you can definitely go to a1tennis.net or you can check out our Instagram page. It's a one tennis Texas TX. Um, also Facebook, we're as a one tennis as well. You can find us there and, uh, and you can also contact me as well. If you, if you need, um, Alex, if you, I don't know if you want me to run my phone number here or it's just too out there, but, um, but yeah, you will find all my information there. My email is there as well. Um, I'll be happy to, to get in contact with all of you guys, uh, talk to you and, you know, help you grow in your journey and love the sport just as much as I do and make it your passion. Cause honestly, this is a lifetime sport. That's the best thing about tennis. It's such a lifetime sport. You can play with your family, with your friends and Hey, guess what? Even go get a drink and drink while you play. So, <laughs> so it's very fun, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, we'll love to, you know, getting contact where wants to be part of the team. Yeah. The family. They went tennis family and yeah, welcome. Anybody's welcome. Allie, thanks again for joining us here on the Voyage Podcast. Thank you so much, Alex, for your time. Thanks for Voyage Magazine for having me. And I look forward to keep working with you guys.